Hello, hello, and welcome to the Sustainably Healthy Podcast. My name is Nika Lee, and I have an awesome episode for you today. So it's been a minute, you know, like I always do. I fall off a little bit of staying consistent with with, uh, sharing podcasts, but I, like I had told you before, this is something that I want to do when I'm really feeling it because I'm going to provide you with the best episode I possibly can when I'm mentally in that, in that zone, in the podcast recording, um, feeling passionate about something zone. And so I have a really passionate and, and important topic to share with you today. And that is on developing confidence. And that's something that I have struggled with my entire life. Like literally every single person who maybe was a mentor to me, one of if they were a coach or somebody who I knew who was like my boss at work or just anybody who was a little bit higher than me or above me in certain area um, would always tell me one thing and it was, you need to be more confident. You need to develop more confidence. You just need to be more confident in yourself. And it's something that I've struggled with my entire life. And I still struggle with to this day. But this week on my in my Sustainably Healthy community, I hosted a training on how to develop more confidence. And so for me, before I host these trainings, I, n- I never claim to be an expert in what I'm training on, but I want to research these things and be able to provide as much help as I possibly can to my clients with their mindset and their nutrition and their fitness. And so this week, I really dove deep into confidence and really researched, you know, how to develop more confidence, where confidence confidence comes from what is even the definition of confidence and it really made a difference in my own confidence by hosting a training on confidence and so i want to share with you guys everything that i learned the eight things that can help you develop more confidence and these things are like aha moments and they were aha moments for a lot of my clients who watched this training um and so I'm going to share it with you, share with you exactly the eight things that you can do, um, the eight ways to improve and develop your confidence. But first, I want to share, I want to start off by just sharing with you the definition of confidence and how to develop more confidence and what confidence even is, because many of us get confidence and self-confidence mixed up with self-esteem and that there is actually a difference between the two. And so many of us think that, oh, we have low self-esteem. It's the same thing. We have low confidence. It's the same thing. Um, but they do have a relation to one another. They do have a relationship, but they are very different. And I'm going to share with you guys first the definition of confidence. And I got this definition on dictionary.com. So um, I looked up many different definitions, but all of them came out to this definition pretty much specifically. And so the definition of confidence is full trust, belief in the powers, trustworthiness, or reliability of a person or a thing. So confidence is basically just trust and belief. So self-confidence is just trust and believing in yourself. Um, Confidence is not something that can be learned. It's actually a state of mind. It's a thought. It's something that you have a thought about. You have confidence about something. It's a thought and the belief in something. So positive thinking, practice, and training can improve your confidence levels. And so confidence is more so like a spectrum. It's It comes and it goes. But the more that you, say, for instance, get confident in host talking on my podcast. The first time I talked on my podcast, I wasn't super confident. But the more and more you do it, um, the more you develop it, the more trust I have in myself with 
doing the thing, doing the podcast, recording an episode. So, and I'm sure the more and more I do it, the more consistent I stay with it, the more confident I will get in my ability to share my podcast more often. (laughs) So, um, anyways, so I want to share with you also the, the difference between self-confidence and self-esteem. And so self-confidence is having faith, like I had mentioned in yourself and how you feel about your ability to perform perform roles, functions, and tasks. And so basically, it's just believing in yourself. Self-confidence, you believe in yourself, in your capability of accomplishing whatever it is you have self-confidence in. So you can be more confident in something than other things, right? You're going to have more confidence if you are, um, if you are a nurse. You're going to have more confidence in uh, in performing a certain task, taking IVs or, what, or putting in IVs or whatever. You're going to have confidence in that because you've done it over and over again. You have faith that you can do that, right? The more and more you do that. But you may not have self-confidence in the gym because you haven't gone to the gym. But it's basically just having faith in yourself to perform a role, a function, or a task. Whereas self-esteem is the relationship you have about yourself, you how you feel about yourself, the way that you look, the way that you think, whether or not you feel worthy or valued, that is self-esteem. So self-esteem is the relationship you have with yourself. Self-confidence is just having faith in your abilities. All right. So it's important to know the difference between these two and they do relate to each other, right? The lower self-confidence that you have, you can, you can definitely have less self-esteem. You don't feel good about yourself when you don't believe that you have the ability, you don't believe in yourself to do something. Um, if you don't believe in yourself, if and then they go back and forth, right? If you don't have self-confidence in a certain area or a certain area of your life, like maybe health and fitness, for instance, you don't have self-confidence in the way that you in your in the in the ability to stick to a healthy lifestyle, that can affect your self-esteem because maybe you feel like you're a failure. You feel like you aren't productive, aren't consistent, you aren't good enough, right? Because maybe you don't have enough faith in yourself to do the thing. So they can go hand in hand, but I I thought it would be very important to share with you the difference between the two. And so now we're going to go into the eight ways that you can improve your confidence. And so you improve your confidence in whatever area you're struggling in right now. And most of the people who listen to this want to develop confidence in their health and fitness, want to develop self-confidence in their body, in their mental health, in their mindset. And these are the ways that you can do that. These are the ways that you can improve your your self-confidence in yourself, Um, your self-confidence in yourself. You know what I mean. Anyways, so number one is be courageous. That is the first thing that you need to do in order to develop more confidence. Courage comes first. And so many people think, oh my gosh, that girl is so confident to put herself out there. Nika is so confident to wear a bikini and post a picture of her in a bikini on Instagram. That is so, she is, she is confident. The first time I posted a picture of me in a bikini, I was not confident. I had to have courage to do that. I had to develop courage and just take action. So first, in order to be confident, you have to first take action and that takes courage, right? And so not letting the fear of failure stop you in order to develop that confidence because we all are going to fail. It's just inevitable. And sometimes you don't fail, but most of the time, most successful people have failed more times than they've succeeded. That's that's the truth. That is freaking science right there. 
I've failed so many times and many of you may think that I'm successful in my health and fitness journey, but I've failed multiple times, right? But I keep being courageous and keep persisting because I know that the more that I try, the more that I get up after I fall down and be courageous and, and, and actually do the dang thing while I'm scared, the closer I get to those goals and the, and the, the less likely I am to just give up on myself. And with that, you know, if I actually do the thing and have courage and stand up with, with knowing that failure could happen, that's going to improve my confidence because I did it. And while I was scared and whenever you realize that you do it while you're scared and it's really not as bad as you think, you develop more confidence in it. Think about it as like a ride. I remember a ride. I I went on, um, Disneyland, the first time I went on it, it was the Splash Mountain, and I was terrified. I can tell you right now, the first time I went on it, I was crying. I was, I was so, so scared, but I had to become courageous in order to take action without knowing, you know, who knows, knowing what would happen. I mean, I knew that I was least likely to like die on it, but I, that's what I was genuinely scared of was falling off of it. Or I was genuinely scared of this ride, but I had to be courageous and get on it. And then I got on the ride and I ended up having a blast and having more confidence. And I got confidence in order and I got more confidence to get back on the ride. And I ended up being my favorite ride, right? So think of it like that. Whatever you want to, whatever you want to develop more confidence in, you have to be courageous and just take that action, take the leap of faith, know that there is potential for for failure, but you will develop more confidence once you actually face those fears. Number two, is plan and prepare for the unknown. If you want to be confident in your abilities to succeed, you have to plan for it, right? If you have a plan for failure, if you have plans for, if you have a plan for your week, say for instance, you know, you set a plan to um, stay on track all week long. You want to track your food, hit your protein. Um, You want to make healthy decisions and be on point all week, right? Well, if you plan and prepare for it, you're going to have more confidence in the ability to stick to the promises you kept yourselves, right? Rather than, I'm just going to wing it this week and just hope for the best. And if things happen, things happen. I'll just go, I'll just eat whatever. But if you have a plan for it, you're going to have more confidence to stick with it. But if you don't have a plan, then you're going to be like, "Uh, I'm probably not going to stick with it because I'm sure my friends are going to ask me to go out with them. And, you know, and then my kids have sports and all of these things. And if I don't and I know that I'll get overwhelmed and I'll probably just go through the fast food and just get whatever because I don't have time for myself. I don't have time. And you're not going to have confidence in following through with that promise you kept to yourself this week. Right. So plan and prepare for the unknown. You will be way more confident when you have a clear plan of action. And things aren't always going to go according to plan. That's just life. I mean, we're all adults here. We all get it that not everything goes according to plan. But if you have a plan, if you have a tentative plan, a flexible plan, right? But you have an idea of what you're going to do and how to handle certain obstacles and certain situations, you'll be more confident in following through. If you want to live a healthier lifestyle, and you want to stick to the promises you kept to yourself for that week, have a plan. Have a plan for it, and you will confidently go into that week with, with 
with a plan, with, with confidence to stick, to follow through, to stick with it. So that is how you can improve your self-confidence in your ability to live a healthier lifestyle by planning for success. Number three, I think I'm on number three. Yep. Learn and educate yourself. Educate yourself on why you're doing the things and you will have more confidence in that thing. If you're struggling with confidence on your health and fitness journey or confidence in, you know, making healthier food choices or confidence in g- going to the gym, learn about it. Learn why you're doing it. That'll give you more confidence in doing it. With my clients, I teach them why. Why I want them to eat more protein. Why I want them to track their food. Why I want them to go to the gym and get in some resistance training. Why I want them to get some cardio in and get their steps up. I tell them why. And that gives them more confidence in themselves to know why they're doing it. And they actually follow through with it. If you don't know why you're doing something you're not going to really have much confidence in it in actually following through with it. So educate yourself. Whatever you're struggling with, whatever you lack self-confidence in, learn about it. Go watch a YouTube video on it. Read a book about it. Educate yourself. Look at a research review on whatever you lack confidence in. Educate yourself. And that will help you develop more confidence in that. If you're struggling with confidence in, in like I said, nutrition. I lack confidence in stick, sticking with my food, healthier food choices. Well, if you know why this is why this is beneficial for you, and I'm not saying you're not going to make you know unhealthy decisions just because you know that you know alcohol is not beneficial for you, but at least you know once you know that, for instance, alcohol has no nutritional benefit and actually has to metabolize out of your system before your body processes metabolizing carbs and fats for energy. Once you know that, you most likely aren't going to drink as much alcohol because you're like, well, I have these goals. I want to lose body fat. I want to build muscle. And my body won't shed fat or build muscle until it metabolizes this alcohol out. And so it's going to set my progress back even further. Well, then I'm probably not going to drink that much alcohol. I'll probably limit it because these goals are important to me. Rather than somebody just saying, yeah, alcohol is not going to help you. You shouldn't drink alcohol. They're going to be like, forget you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop drinking alcohol. Like, why? It fits in my calories. (laughs) So the more confidence and the more knowledge, I'm sorry, the more knowledge that you have in something, the more you educate yourself on something, the more confidence you will have in that. And that goes also, sorry, I'm going off on a little tangent, but that also, if you lack self-confidence, learn and educate yourself about yourself. Learn about yourself. Get to know yourself. Really, like, Really get to know yourself. You may think you know yourself, but like this past year has been so life changing for me. It's been it's been a really tough year, but it's also been an eye opening year. I was diagnosed with ADHD last year, and I really started to just learn more about why I am the way that I am, why I think the way that I think, why I've made certain decisions in my life, why I struggle with anxiety and depression. And I, and it comes in waves, but I like learn. I love to learn about these things. And the more I learn about myself, the more confidence I have in myself, the more I actually love myself. So, so many of my clients don't have self-love. They don't love themselves. And 
and they really lack self-confidence. And it's because you don't really know yourself. You don't get to know yourself. You don't have a relationship with yourself. You don't understand. You don't want to understand why you do what you do, why you make the decisions that you make. So if you want to develop more self-confidence, learn about yourself. Have a good relationship. Become best friends with yourself. And question yourself. Stop putting yourself down for, oh, I'm just this type of person. I don't know why I do this. I don't know. Well, find out why. I don't know why I'm like this. Find out why. That'll give you more confidence once you find out why you are the way that you are. Be curious about yourself. Stop putting yourself down. Don't hate yourself for being the way that you are. Give grace to yourself and start to learn why. Huh. I don't know why I quit on my health and fitness journey, why I have this all or nothing mentality, why I give up on my goals all the time. Why am I like that? Get curious. And once you become aware, once you learn about yourself and become aware and and look at yourself and have a maybe not love yourself immediately, but have like a neutral stance, have a neutral opinion about yourself. Like just look at yourself with like, oh, I am like this and just accept it. Just accept that is that is who you are. That is who God created you to be. That is you are exactly who you need to be to succeed. You have everything that you need to succeed. You are exactly the way that you are for a reason. So just get to know yourself and ask yourself why. And so that's really what I've been doing this past year is just learning about myself, learning about why I am the way that I am. And, you know, and I have, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I do beat myself up often. Like, why do I do this? Why am I like this? But the more I get to know myself and the more I learn about myself and the more I give myself grace and just accept myself, the more confidence that I develop. It's crazy. I know. All right. Getting back to it. Sorry. All right. So we are on number four, positive thinking. That is how to improve self-confidence is just be more positive. And I know sometimes it's just like, okay, Nika, like I'm sick of this flu, flu, foo, foo, positive thinking, positive self-talk, be positive all the time. Like I know it's not realistic to be positive all the time, but if you want to develop more confidence in something, you got to believe you can achieve something and having a positive mindset because if you tell yourself you can't do something. Ah, uh, no, I just can't do that. No, I'm not going to be able to do that. I suck at that. Well, yeah, you are. Then you're going to suck at that. I just suck at this. I can't do things like that. If you have, if you want to develop more confidence in your healthy, in making healthier decisions and developing a healthier lifestyle, you have to have a positive mindset when it comes to living a healthier lifestyle. If you think of macro tracking as something that's negative, it's just not for me. I can't do that. I don't want to do it. It's just it's it sucks i don't enjoy it well yeah then you're going to continue to suck at it and you're con- going to continue to hate it and it's not going to serve you if you look at making healthier food choices as something that is positive if you enjoy the food that you're eating if you have a positive mindset of what you're doing you're going to succeed you're going to have more confidence in that i used the example in my training the other day whenever i go make a like Olympic lift, like for instance, a snatch or a clean or something like that. Um, whenever I am feeling good, I have a positive mindset, you know, my, my mind is in the right place. I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling, um, I'm not, well, I'm feeling good. I have a positive outlook and think 
positively about that lift. Like I go into the lift and think, okay, I got this. I've lifted only just a, this is only just a little bit over my PR. I've practiced the form. I've been fueling my body. I have the ability. I am strong. I'm a badass. I've got this. If I have that mindset, I nine, nine times out of 10, nine times out of 10, I hit that lift. But if I go into that lift and I think, oh, this whole time as I've been warming up to this weight, it's been super heavy. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. This is getting really heavy. I can't do this. This is this is not, uh, I'm not feeling it today. My form is crap. I don't, nope, 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 nope. Most of the time, if I have a negative mindset on getting that lift, I don't hit the lift because I don't have confidence in it. So have, have, speak highly of yourself. Speak highly of whatever you want to develop confidence in. Have a positive outlook on it. Think of like the best case scenario. If you want to develop confidence in living a healthy lifestyle, think of the best case scenario that can happen with you just making, putting your best effort at it. Like saying, hey, I got this. I have the ability to do this. I can, I have the mindset. I have the body. I have, you know, everything that I need to succeed in this. I can do this. You're most likely going to succeed. But if you go into this healthy lifestyle and you decide to start making healthier food choices and you're just like, God, this sucks. This food sucks. I just wish I was having, you know, crappy food. I wish I didn't have to eat this. I wish I didn't have to go on a walk. I wish I didn't have to exercise. This is just horrible. Well, then you're not going to have much confidence in that. So positive thinking is number, I I need to keep track of these. One, two, three, four. All right. We're halfway there. Are you still with me? Alrighty. So number five, how to improve your confidence is talking to others and following their lead. Surround yourself with people you want to mirror, you want to be like. And I'm not saying you have to cut out the people that maybe aren't quite what you want to be like, but you are the five closest people you surround yourself with. I've heard that. I can't exactly name exactly where I heard that, but it is really true. Like the five closest people that you have to you, you you typically tend to mirror. And so look at the people that are closest to you. Are those people living healthier lifestyles? Are they portraying a healthy lifestyle? Are you surrounding yourself with people who make healthier choices or exercise daily or prioritize their mindset? Are you surrounding yourself with those types of people? If that's what you want to be, I highly encourage you to find those types of people and surround yourself with them. My husband always tells my son, never be the smartest person in the room. Never be the best person in the room. Always try to be around, surround yourself with people who are just a little bit better, better, better than you in one area or the other in whatever you want to improve on. And it's true because when When I go to CrossFit and if there's somebody who is a little bit better than me or, you know, has a little bit of different strengths than I do um, when we're competing in a workout, I push myself 10 times harder than I would if I didn't have somebody else to kind of pace off of. It's true. You reflect yourself. You push yourself a little bit harder when you're around people who push you as well. And I'm not saying you have to compare yourself to everybody. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But surround yourself with good people and you will improve your confidence by just being a part of more, being a part of good people. 
that improves your confidence, especially in a healthy lifestyle. That's why I created the Sustainably Healthy Community is because I wanted to have a group of people to just support each other who are all working towards the same thing. And everybody has different strengths. Everybody has different weaknesses, but they all are working towards the same thing and it's all support. And that's what I love about it. And so I encourage you to find something if you don't have a a group or friends that are working towards the same goals that you are or a little bit further or just have some sort of good positive outlook on life then I highly encourage you to find some some good pe- better people. I'm not saying cut out all of the negative, but just ask yourself and really pay attention to the people that you are surrounding yourself with. Number 6, how to improve your self-confidence? You need experience. Be willing to take the reps. You got to take the reps. And it sucks because nobody wants to take the reps. We just want to be good at everything and have confidence in everything immediately. Especially me, I have ADHD, so I love I thrive off of immediate satisfaction, immediate dopamine hits. But in order to develop confidence in something, you have to take the reps. You have to. You have to be willing to try something and fail and try it again and fail and get a little bit better and fail. And eventually you will have more confidence in doing that thing. The more you repeat it, the more reps you take. You have to. And it's frustrating because whenever I'm not good at something, I'm just like, I get frustrated because I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to do it. It's I'm not good at it. It's not for me. But you will get better the more and more you do it. Think about it. You know, maybe you perform a squat for the first time with weight on your back and you do just the bar, a 45, 35, whatever pound bar. You do a back squat. The first time you rep, you do that rep, it's probably not going to be the best form. You know, you're learning and you're probably going to be a little sore afterwards. You may think, oh, nope, these squats aren't for me. But then you go back the next week and you do two reps, same weight, and your form gets a little bit better. And then the next week you do three reps, same weight, but your, your form starting to get a little bit better. But you're starting to develop more confidence in performing that rep, in performing a back squat. And then pretty soon, the more and more you do it over and over and over and over and over again, you will be like, back squats are nothing. I am so confident in my back squats. I can do a back squat. Like it is, I'm the most confident, that's the most confident uh, movement exercise that I do. You have to be willing to do the reps, which, which takes patience. It does. But if you want to develop that confidence, Having patience and taking the reps is going to get you there. If you want to live a healthier lifestyle, you have to be willing to suck at living a healthier lifestyle first. You have to be willing to suck at tracking your food and maybe not hitting all of your marks perfectly. You have to be willing to fail and maybe not get in all 10,000 steps that you wanted to get that day or be willing to, um, you know, just do the reps, get a little bit better every single day. But if you commit to just pushing yourself a little bit more every single day, you will develop more confidence in everything that you do. But just keep doing it. Keep building those habits. Keep taking those reps. Number nine. I'm sorry. Seven. We're going. We're only doing eight. (laughs) Number seven. Excuse me. 
How to improve confidence? Be assertive. Stand up for what you believe in. This is one that I really struggle with. I really, really do because I'm a people pleaser. It's a struggle. But if you want to develop more confidence, you've got to be assertive. You have to stand up for what you believe in, stick to your values, stick to your principles, and stop worrying about what other people think of you. If you truly believe that what you are saying, what you are doing is 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 you, is your values, is what you believe in, then follow through with it and stop caring about what others are going to think. Be assertive. Be yourself. Be authentic. Be authentically you. Ask yourself, are you just mirroring everyone around you just to please people because you don't want to attract attention? I know I am. I hate attracting attention. I am not somebody who likes to attract attention whatsoever. But the more authentically you, you are, the more confidence you'll have because you are being authentic. You don't have to pretend to be anybody else. You don't have to people please. The more you people please, the more you just mask who you are for everybody else, the less confident that you'll be in yourself because you don't know who you are. And I struggled with this for years. I've struggled with this my whole life, actually. (laughs) Masking who I am, people pleasing till I literally couldn't even, I didn't feel like I had an opinion of my own. I have struggled with this so much for standing up for what I believe in because I don't want to attract attention or hurt someone's feelings or make someone feel bad. And this is one that I still, I still need to work on for sure. Um, But it definitely improves your self-confidence the more authentic and true you stay, true to yourself, true you stay to yourself, if that makes sense. Be you, be authentically you, stand up for what you believe in, and you will have more confidence. And the last one I have for you is keep calm. Number eight, keep calm. Calmness and confidence actually go hand in hand as well. The correlation between them, if you are less stressed or nervous when you feel confident about something, like you're going to, you're, if you feel less stressed, (laughs) you will probably have more confidence in something. Think about it, going on stage, talking in front of a crowd, like If you are super nervous, your anxiety is high, and your breathing is like ridiculously out of control, and your heart rate is up, and you just are like, oh my God, I I can't do this, and you're panicking, well, then you're not going to have much confidence to go on stage and talk in front of people, right? But if you keep calm, you relax, you breathe, maybe meditate before, think about it, think about how you have the ability to get on stage and do what you got to do and relax and calm yourself, then you're going to have more confidence on that stage. Same thing with everything, whatever you're nervous in, keep calm. When you're confident, you are calm. When you're confident, think about something that you are confident in right now. Whatever it is, whatever you're really good at, whatever you do on the daily, you're like, oh yeah, if you confidently pour a glass of water. I got this analogy from Um, Brooke Castillo, when I listened to one of her confidence podcasts, and she said, you know, you pour a glass of water and you're pretty dang confident in that, right? 
So think about that. You're very calm. <laughs> you're not panicking when you're pouring a glass of water, right? No, because you're confident in that ability to do it. So whatever you are confident in, you are calm. Whatever you aren't confident in, try your best to keep calm and you will develop more confidence in that. So breathe. Like I said, meditate. If you need a minute, just say, hey, if you're, if you're stressed out, take a minute to breathe. Take a minute to just be present. If you have anxiety, actually one of my therapists taught me this and I was like, oh yeah, aha moment. Um, anxiety comes from either your past or your future. Anxiety is comes from you not being present. So if you have anxiety about something, you're not focusing on the present moment and what you can control right this moment. And so that's really helped me whenever I do have anxiety. Anxiety is just worrying about what ifs or what could happen, what should have happened. But what you should focus on, because the only thing that you can have control over right this moment is this moment right now. So keeping calm, realizing that, okay, what can I do right this moment to help alleviate my stress, alleviate my anxiety? And so that way I can develop more confidence in whatever I'm doing. Keep calm. So that is the confidence training I had. I, I shared with my sustainably healthy community this past week on um, the eight ways to develop more confidence. I am actually in my sustainably healthy community. I am actually hosting a confident summer four week challenge. I've gone back and forth about these challenges because, um, challenges have been really awesome for me in the past, but they've also been very negative for me. But when used the right way, it's just like tracking. When you use a challenge the right way to get started on your health and fitness journey or to get yourself back on track after falling off for over a year or whatever, challenges are great. But if you are only relying on challenges to live a healthy lifestyle like I used to in the past, that's whenever they're bad. But whenever you just need a little bit of a kickstart, you need a little bit of excitement in your life, you need to just get that momentum going, challenges are great. And so I'm going to be hosting challenges for anybody who does need that. Um, I can't say exactly how often I will be hosting these challenges. I don't know when my next challenge will be, but this challenge is going to be May 15th. We're going to start our day one through June 11th. So a four-week challenge. I probably won't do any longer than four-week challenges because anything longer than that, it's like, okay, we're dragging on. This is enough. Four weeks is perfect because I'm able to help help you get that momentum going for that healthy lifestyle. Um, but once again, this is more so just that starter, that little excitement to help you implement more confidence in your health and fitness journey. And so Come join us if you want more information or details on the Sustainably Healthy group or my four-week Confident Summer Challenge. Please don't hesitate to reach out. Come follow me at coach.nika.lee. Um, and on that's on Instagram, by the way. Um, and that's probably the best way to communicate with me. Shoot me a DM and I would love to give you more information. I do have the post pinned if you are listening to this um, right after I share this podcast. 
I do have the post pinned on my Instagram and my Facebook group. And so I would love to have you. You do have to have a sustainably healthy membership or be a one-on-one client of mine to join this challenge. Um, And the challenge registration fee is $47. But I would absolutely love to help you. This is these types of challenges really did help me get started on my health and fitness journey and have changed my life. And they've changed many of my clients' lives in the past as well. And so I want to be able to change your life and help you develop confidence this summer. So come join us. I would love to have you. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it with a friend. Please share it with anybody. That is how I grow this podcast, how I continue to help anybody who just wants to learn how to live a healthy and sustainable lifestyle. That is my goal just help as many people as I possibly can just develop a sustainably healthy lifestyle, something that they can stick to, something they can commit to for good. So share this podcast with somebody you know, someone you like, someone, one of your friends that you know can benefit from this or share it on your Instagram story and tag me in it at coach.mika.lee. Anyways, have a fantastic rest of your day. And I always say this to my clients. (laughs) Let me know if you need anything. We'll talk soon. Bye, guys.